to this week's ZillaCast. I'm Chad. <laughs> and I'm Curtis. I'm Josh. We have Josh returning with us for his second episode. To This week we watched Mothra vs. Godzilla with the alternate title Godzilla vs. The Thing. The Thing. This movie came out in 1964. It is directed by Ishiro Honda. Um, bum, 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 bum. This is Haru Nakajima inside the Godzilla suit. Godzilla's in the movie for 10 minutes and 24 seconds. Seemed like a lot longer, but... It seemed like a lot longer. Um, he was so boring! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so what, what did you guys think of the movie, Curtis? Okay, so... Uh, Filmmaking-wise, it was actually, in my opinion, done a lot better. Than the previous than the three. the previous three. But... Well, you're talking ten years. Yeah. Well, yeah, because 54... Four was when the first one came out. Yeah, so yeah, ten years. So, so you have this huge jump in the technology they have for the film. Mm-hmm. But then they make the fight so boring. The the fights were a little long. I thought the um, fights were long. Repetitive. He did. There wasn't. There were. They, there wasn't a lot of destruction either. He like knocked over a few things, bumped into a building. Pretty much when he first came out of the ground, and then that was it. Yeah. There was, I mean, other than his clumsy behavior through a small town, there was no other reason for them to just... I, I would say my biggest complaint with the fight scenes was the end when the two larva mothras are or, or, or shooting him with their, their webs. Mm. It seemed a little long. I think you could have uh, wrapped yeah, him up a little, right. a little quicker. Yeah. That took forever. Sh- shave a couple minutes off yeah. the movie. Like, there wasn't even any... Um, tension. It was just boring. Maybe the miniature twins could have thought a different song that to maybe start the <laughs> process. I don't know. <laughs> what did you think of the film, Josh? I thought it was pretty good for what the year was. I mean, the color was nice because uh, you know, just it's a lot easier to. Because previously the episode that you were on, we watched a black and white Godzilla movie. That's right. So this is this is your first Godzilla uh, color oh, Godzilla right. movie. Yes. Because uh, yeah. King Kong vs. Godzilla was in color. Correct, was, was yeah. That, was that the second one? Uh, oh, that was the third was one. The third oh, one. Okay. So that was one we watched last time okay. we did this. Um, this was the first appearance of Mothra in a Godzilla film. Uh, and the most appearances of eggs in a Godzilla <laughs> film. There was yes, a lot of eggs. A lot of egg talk. Uh, Mothra will return to be in six more Godzilla films as for a total of seven Godzilla films. I figured... Uh, I, growing up and not watching a lot of Godzilla films, you hear the word Mothra a lot when people are talking about it. This is actually the second appearance of Mothra, though, because Mothra had its own standalone movie prior to this one coming out. And that movie came out in, uh, I believe, 61. Mm-hmm. Let me take a quick look at that. Yeah, 61. Mm. So, so people were familiar with Mothra when this movie came out. Oh, okay. Um, which I'm assuming with the success of King Kong vs. Godzilla, why not put Godzilla against another famous monster, well, right? Especially one that's unique to Japan. Yeah, because that, that was a Toho movie. The The original Mothra is a Toho movie, which is also directed by Ishiro Honda. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, Toho did film some extra scenes for the American release, which I'm guessing are when the Americans were... 
attacking Godzilla. Remember? Oh, <laughs> with their rockets. So, so I, in the Japanese release, I am assuming that it's just all kind of centralized in Japan. Yeah. But when they were making it for the American version, they added the American taste to it. Uh, mm. This movie came out in April of '64 in uh, in Japan, and then in America it came out in September. So it was a pretty quick turnaround. Mm. Usually, wow. usually the first three it took a couple years before America got it. So this one was a pretty quick turnaround for America. I realized the uh, the money involved. Yeah, it's been doing fine. So the movie kind of starts with reporters reporting on this mysterious egg that shows up. Uh, and then they find out that the big corporation bought the egg. Ah, oh, <laughs> Capital Enterprise. Which... Capital. The big question was, who really owned the egg? Right. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess it was the bums that were kind of just hanging they around were, the yeah. beach. Yeah. That was their egg. That's our egg. That's my nest egg. Um, That's my egg. I so, don't know you. So then we have the twins from Mothra Island show up, mm-hmm. and they want to get the egg back, bring it back to the island. Are they, are they in the actual story of Mothra? Do you know that? I do not. I own them. Because Mothra they're movie. very unique. They're very different. Yeah, I would assume Because you have are. the tribesmen, you have Mothra, you have dead bones on a nuclear-wasted island, well, and then two one. very well-dressed yeah. twins. They're sort of the the, the watcher of Mothra, which is interesting because you know in one of the scenes, uh, you know the main character talks about well, you know how how hey we're all humans here, you know we should all take care of each other and I you know, I keep thinking <laughs> who are these? Like, yeah, let's just, let's bring up the elephant in the room here. Who, who are the tiny? <laughs> who are the tiny people here? So um, <laughs> so uh, I lost my train of thought of where we were. Oh, so uh, so the girls come to get the egg back, yep. which was another thing because they rode Mothra to the island Tokyo, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, was it Tokyo or Japan? Uh, wherever the movie uh, takes place. It's uh, I forgot what town they said, but it wasn't Tokyo, I don't think. So so to, to Japan, they fly yeah. Mothra to Japan, and then uh, why can't Mothra just grab the egg and take right. it off? It was in the glass case, so maybe. maybe but that's what it later, was. later in the movie, Mothra was able to use the wings to oh, blow yeah. the glass case over. Well, Godzilla did a number on it, of course. I mean, oh, that, that is that true. That is true. It tuckered her out. Tuckered <laughs> so, her was out. this Japan's farewell to their old Mothra friend? No, Mothra comes back. Oh, oh that's right. That, so, wait, well, this so one does dies, Mothra but, come but the larva become okay. the next Marth- Mothra, yeah. So, they turn into. The... Well, there'll be two of them. The next no, just one. Just one. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Uh, I mean, they might explain it later on, but <laughs> I, I don't two remember off the top control. of my head. Yeah, <laughs> but you recorded this one dead. There was a second one. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then, oh, so they're they're unable to get the egg back from the corporation. Right. Uh, so the girls are basically like, well, thanks for not helping us. We're going to go right. back to Mothra Island. See you guys. And then at that time, Godzilla appears from a dried up ocean which, or river or something, which can we assume that is where Godzilla fell versus King Kong versus Godzilla? Yeah. Remember? He at, fell into the ocean after the fight. Or, or some body of water. We're unsure yeah. if it was yeah. the ocean. We assume it's the ocean, but... Based on what we were seeing in Mothra vs. Godzilla, there was like kind of 
broken boats kind of hanging out in this mm. deserty area. So Godzilla comes up and everyone's like, well, now uh, we got this problem. <laughs> so basically, they kind of are like, well... So they fail on the egg project and they find out that this girl is taking readings of nuclear, I don't know, radiation. Yeah. They and go to then the, they, they go just to... transition to another really bad event. <laughs> Pretty much. So... So they're like, well, I guess we can go get Mothra to fight Godzilla. So let's let's hope that plan works. Right. They go to the island, and the girls are like, nah, you didn't help us, so we're not going right. to help you. <laughs> now let's talk about the island a little bit. They show up, and the, there's just bones everywhere. Yep. But they seem to be moving. One yeah. of them was moving. Yeah, there yeah, was a the, turtle. The turtle was Yeah, moving. it was kind of moving. Yeah, it might have it been like a dying turtle. I don't know. Or maybe they were just walking, like stomping around, and the bones were moving. <laughs> Japanese is. It, it, the thing is, it was a real turtle. So since it was mutated and it looked pretty young, maybe is this Japanese's version of a teenage mutant ninja turtle? I'm gonna say <laughs> it's a skeleton version of Gamera. Oh. They're they're like, well, Gamera's dead, so. Cause to- I've only seen cause like a Godz- small Godzilla was made by Toho and a different company made Gamera off of the success of Godzilla. Uh, so maybe that was Toho's way of saying uh, don't steal our stuff. Like, <laughs> don't steal our <laughs> stuff. stuff. The rock behind it kind of looked like King Kong too. I don't know. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did point yeah, that out. I, I don't know if that has anything to do. It looked very coincidental. Yeah. I don't know. So eventually they convince the girls to letting Mothra come back to Japan to fight Godzilla. Oh. Which, you know, it's a lot of close-up, quick-turn fighting. Yeah. And a screeching. And yeah. a, lot screeching. a lot of screeching. That was the most annoying. But in the end, Mothra, Mothra meets his demise. Flies down in a burning blaze of glory. Well, the wing caught on fire and it <laughs> plopped on the ground. Pretty much. Well, Mothra was about done for anyways. So Godzilla is like, well, I'm going to go to this island where all these kids are now. And everyone's like, we got to save the kids. The kids. So yeah. the girls are like, well, let's hatch the egg. So they sing to the egg. And of course. the same song over and over again. And many humans. And then two larva Mothra pop out. And you get this really long scene of them spraying Godzilla down with their milky white substance. <laughs> it was terrible. It was terribly I would long say before. probably eight minutes of Godzilla screen time, of his 10 minutes and 24 seconds, was him being sprayed. Yeah, I think so. it seemed, it, I don't know if that's true, but it did seem really long. Of uh, So yeah, Godzilla rolls back into the ocean and... The, the Mothra larvae are like, all right, our job's done. Hey, we're done. We're here. going back to Mothra Island. And now credits the end. <laughs> so that was the movie. There was no. There was, was no love show. story. There was no. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, Do we really care about the humans, though? Not really. But, no. You know, it is interesting to see how they've changed. No, the I just story of. I just want to watch it for the destruction. So, yeah, yeah. That's... Which so this one kind of sucks for you because there wasn't that. There wasn't good that fighting. City destruction. There wasn't very because the thing is one thing I enjoy about people who make 
movies that have things that are being destroyed is their creativity and okay. how things get destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, and I, I like think... watching that. I mean, this yeah. this was kind of a rehashed idea of King Kong versus Godzilla. Mm. A lot yeah, of the plot, a lot of the just, plot was r- real similar. They throughout. might have been milking the uh, the old cow there, just trying to get a movie out. But the special effects for this movie were pretty good. I thought, yeah, okay. yeah compared special, to the first the special three, special effects were excellent. I mean, and, and the compared, costumes were yeah. better. And actually, you know, we brought up before about you know the quality of TV people had to really look look at in the 50s and 60s i mean you know we're looking on a uh, samsung whatever high definition flat screen right so i mean you know critiquing is totally different from you know in the in the 60s they're watching those small pixelated well actually they probably would have just in the 60s they probably would have just seen it in the theaters and yeah maybe because it probably wasn't out on vhs till years later yeah so i mean i think you're only watching this in the theaters yeah I mean, it'd be interesting to see it in the same quality as it was meant to be. Yeah. To see what they saw, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're so oversaturated with CGI oh, yeah. special effects it's, now. It's that it's out, out of this world right now. It's just... I like how you said oversaturated and not spoiled. Oh, yeah. Because with the, with the term oversaturation, it means that we, we see what's going on. <laughs> well, if you there's so much of it, we kind of go, oh, that, that looks stupid. Well, so you got Too the super, like the superhero movies, for instance, has a lot of CGI in them. But if you even watch a superhero movie from even ten years ago, the CGI, you're just like, oh, this looks terrible. Yeah. But now we're so used to what, what we get now, right? That. Well, very very few movies actually can hold up to uh, even the nowadays. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of good movies that are just uh i mean we're jumping so far in technology it's crazy yeah i mean we don't almost we almost don't even need real people real actors we really don't yeah yeah, at this point my my favorite era of godzilla movies is the 60s which is where we're in right now Mm -hmm. uh so i like you know i i like this one i like the one before and i I like the ones that kind of go on but like even in the godzilla films as as we keep going into the future they go from costumed actors to CGI Godzillas, and I, I don't prefer it as much. I, I like the costume Godzillas better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, uh, I, I, as long as it's done well, I don't mind. So, like, the Shin I, Godzilla, which was in the, the newest one, how, what did you think of the CGI for that? I versus... Liked I liked it a lot. You like So you like that Godzilla versus yeah, the suit-acting Godzillas? I mean, I don't, I don't prefer them, because... The thing is about these movies is I'm watching these movies because they're cheesily done. Yeah, I, you know? I guess I, you could watch them for the, that kind of cheesy factor um, to them. Because know? I don't actually have, like, I don't, I'm not a connoisseur. <laughs> I'm not a connoisseur of movies. I don't watch the old, what... I don't know what year it came out, but the really old Count of Monte Cristo for its flavor and yeah, it looks stupid to me. Uh, but that's just because I'm a spoiled. <laughs> like, well, I mean, it's a totally different generation era. Yeah, it's it's there. my that's my problem. It's I, I grew up in a yeah. generation that was just like you said, 
oversaturated with CG animation that I see story differently than I see action videos. And I watch these because there's, I there they are cheesy, um, but I like the practical creativity of destruction. Yeah, I think it, the the big the big thing is putting your yourself in. You know the, the shoes of the actors and the shoes of the. We well, got to think that they have director. to like come up with ways to be able right. to do all this. Yeah, that was CGI. I, you know, honestly, because uh, if we were to you know start tomorrow and be like, say we had, if we had the right computer programs, we can make our own monster movie yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, we, I mean, we, nah. we, right now we probably. <laughs> well, that's what if we had the right tools, we could do it. Yeah, probably. I mean, you know, maybe ten grand, we could go buy and little miniature tanks and and have somebody rig us up a suit sure i mean we could do it uh it wouldn't be maybe 70s quality cardboard boxes yeah but no i like i like i like seeing what they did mm-hmm. to make the effects look maybe not realistic but it, it feeds your oh wow that just got destroyed yeah you know even if it does look cheesy, it, it looks like a cardboard box with plastic windows. They tried their best to make it look like a crumbling building. And I I think they keep getting better too. Yeah. Oh yeah. You from the original Godzilla like the castle point, when yeah. they when he destroyed the castle that it was. No, you know, and obviously I haven't seen the other two. Well, this is the first, and this is what the fourth. This yeah, this is the fourth film. So you've seen two of the four. Okay, so yeah, I mean, it is it is. It is interesting to see how they kind of went from, you know, here's a story, um, here's your typical things that happen in a story, you know, you, you love seeing all you know, your your tragedy scene, you know, things like that, and you got your action, and it's it seems like you can tell, you know, through Godzilla movies, you can just see how we're starting to become more of that, we just want action. Uh-huh. You know, and I'm sure as we keep going on with these Godzilla movies, that you know, they to my simple mind. they they get much right. more far fetched because in the next one we they introduce aliens. Oh, absolutely! So so in the next one's uh, Ghidorah, the three headed monster. So which that that's what the movie's called, but we get Ghidorah, the three headed monster, mm-hmm. and they introduce aliens. Later on, they'll introduce time travel, so that gets real crazy. Oh yeah. So, I mean, I'm interested in that. So, so yeah, the, the movies do become much more far-fetched versus the the tragic hero. And Absolutely. The... Which which is interesting. Yeah. Um, was this the same director as the the other ones? So this is the same director who did the first one in King Kong versus Godzilla. He did not do Godzilla Raids again, which was the one that you watched. Okay. So so I guess this is the first time that you've seen this director. Which I just read in an interview that his directing style, Ishiro Honda, which he does a bunch of the Godzilla movies, um, he basically would just turn the camera on and just have people do whatever. <laughs> and then he wouldn't like really direct people, but if he didn't get the take he wanted, he'd be like, all right, let's do it again. And then he would just... <laughs> like He wouldn't direct anyone. He just kind of let everyone kind of play, play with the scene. and Right. But also we saw in this one, we had the American actors interacting with Japanese and, you know, they were speaking American. Right. And the Japanese were speaking Japanese. So they would film the scenes like that 
and then they would redub the Americans' voices if, into if Japanese. If that was a dub, they did a really good job. And then they would redub the Japanese version back into American. Yeah, whoever did that, they did a really good job of dubbing their voice. Yeah, over their lips. Yeah, because I mean, most yeah. of the time it didn't look like. Most of the times they would get the actors to redub their own voices, but it depended if you were a part of the Screen Actors Guild. So the example I have for that was in uh, King Kong Escapes, which we will watch that once we're done watching the Godzilla movies, because we'll start going into other kaiju movies. But there is a female actress who got, who she was American, but she got her start in Japan acting, which, as far as I know, she was only really a Japanese actress, but mm. she was an American. So she wasn't a part of any kind of screen actor guilds or anything. So when they brought the film over to America, they weren't obligated to have her do the voice. So they actually had a different actress do her voice. Oh, okay. But normally the actors were a part of whatever, the Screen Actors Guild, so they would have to redub as their own voices. Oh, that's interesting. So they, they're matching their own lips. So what I'm getting from this is, the movie was boring, but man, did it look a far... <laughs> it looked way better than the previous ones. That seems like all we can talk about. The only thing we seem to only agree that we all liked about it was how well the filmography was. Yeah. The film, and the special the effects. Yeah, the filmmaking was and the special effects. Mm -hmm. All in all, meh. It was okay. It was boring. It was an average Godzilla movie. Yeah. I didn't think it was great, but it's not terrible. It's not the worst. Think, yeah, it's not which yeah. the worst is coming. Don't yeah. worry. I'm sure for uh, you know uh, a 15 year old kid from the 60s, I think uh, would have truly enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it did its job, but for its time. Uh, that about wraps it up for this uh, Zilla cast. So I'm Chad. I'm Curtis. I'm Josh. Until next time when we watch the three-headed monster. Hopefully with our good guest. Our good guest, Josh. <laughs> See you next time.